Well, hello and welcome to this week's Positive Recovery with Karina, being made for www.sobertownpodcast.com and my YouTube channel, Positive Living with Sobriety and Disability. So I'm going to open my jar, have a little dig around and uh, see what I take out. It's quite interesting because I've been a bit, oh, I haven't got much to offer at the moment. So we'll see what I draw to see if it... um, if the universe is sending me a message or oh, forgiveness um okay so today i'm going to be talking about forgiveness and you know what it's something that really is very very important in our sobriety and our recovery and one of the things i have to forgive myself for is not doing a podcast last week and that's because i had so much um going on in my own personal life I had a lot of stuff to be dealing with um and then this week I was like oh it's getting back into it isn't it and I have to forgive myself for not doing one last week and it's fine it is absolutely fine but that's just a simple forgiveness such as forgiving myself for um dragging my feet a little bit but there's bigger things in life that we have to forgive ourselves for and we have to forgive others for as well but it's not that easy sometimes you know very often we have to work through a lot of the emotions and the feelings the anger the hurt the resentment because it really is okay to feel all those things because hey that's what we feel we have to remember our hula hoop and our area of control that all we can do is control what is within our arm's reach, our arm span. Um, but, you know, because we, we can't control other people, we can't control how they act, what they do, what they say. And by the same token, we can't change what we've done either. We can't change what others have done. But what we can do is work through some of those emotions and and control how we respond to things. Again, we can't change how we've responded in the past, but we can change how we respond now and and what we hold on to, that's within our area of control because very often we hold on to the anger, the guilt, the regret, the resentment, and that just makes us mentally and physically ill. You know, people can get angry to the bones or sick to the bones, we say. And, and people really do. It does affect us physically and mentally because we hold on to stuff. And that is our choice. You know, if, you, if we want to hold on to stuff and, and be ill and full of resentment, then that's fine. Um, but if we want to live a freer, happier life, then we have to learn to forgive and to let go because at the end of the day we can't change what has happened we can't change what has gone and by holding on to things we just keep it going for longer we don't let go so the most important thing about forgiveness is learning to accept what's happened accept our areas of control to work through some of the emotions and some of the ways to do that is to write, write it out, write letters. I love writing letters to people, not to send, but just write to let people know how it's made you feel, how their actions have made you feel. Um, 
podcasting is another way you know to come on and tell your story come on to Sobertown and tell your story tell your story about you know your life about your drinking or certain aspects of your life come and talk to us about it we're always happy to listen to your story um, and have your story on the podcast so you can either contact me or contact Drifter um, and let us know that you'd like to share your story because that can be really helpful um you know so sorry back I'm diversifying but back with the letters you know write it all down and then cut it up bury it burn it let it go on the wind but just get all that emotion out get the anger out the hurt the rejection the resentment get it out and try and make amends with people if you can now there are some people in our lives that that just are not going to hear our side they're not going to hear any apologies from us or if they've been particularly mean to us, that that's just them. There are people that are toxic in our lives. And there's an old saying, I was just writing about this in my book actually, about the, the blood's thicker than water. Well, do you know what? Alcohol poisons our blood. And there are some relationships, some family relationships and ties that are poisonous. They are toxic and they're not helpful to us. And sometimes we just have to sever those ties and let them go. It may be that you can come back at a later date to those relationships, but there are some people who are not going to hear us, who are not going to want to know. And I've done it, I'm sure many of us do it, that time after time we lead ourselves, we set ourselves up for rejection. We set ourselves up for hurt because we keep trying to make those amends and we're just rejected and it's shoved back. And, you know, if that keeps happening, it doesn't serve us. So from today, try and think of the things that no longer serve you and let them go. Because this is your journey. This is about your mental and physical health. This is about your recovery. This is about your sobriety. And those sorts of things, those pains, those hurts aren't going to help you with that. And another saying, isn't it, is about to forgive and forget and forget. And some people say, well, I can forgive, but I can't forget. But again, you know, that is kind of our choice. But it's not also because there's that that part of our brain that keeps throwing things back at us. Um, And memories will come back. They really will. But again, it is our choice whether we get involved in that memory or whether we just acknowledge it and then let it go and yeah I can make it sound so easy but you know it is a lot harder to do that but it's just about remembering our choice it's about remembering that we can accept that those thoughts are going to be there and we can accept that we have a choice we have a choice to sit there and get embroiled in that memory in that thought and really let it sort of go round and round and make our life hell or we have a choice to just go yep I see you thanks for showing up but I'm not going to give you time right now and let it go a little bit like the addict voice or you could treat it like the addict voice whatever works with you the addict voice will probably work with those memories that come back that you don't want to be you know hearing you can tell them to f off if you want um you can laugh at them and say yeah here you are again bye uh sometimes and it depends how we treat it in the day we we feel you know sometimes with my anxiety I might go oh hello old friend 
you know, what you're here to tell me today. Other times it would be, come on if you think you're hard enough. Um, but what I really try to do is to just catch myself in any memory that isn't serving me, that isn't helping me to live my happy, sober life and to deal with it in the way that that I feel is good on that day to let it go. And when we look at forgiveness, I think when we hold on to stuff, when we don't forgive ourselves, when we don't forgive other people, the only person we're punishing is ourselves. Because very often that other person isn't bothered. They're not worried. Um, It's us. We're beating ourselves up. We're punishing ourselves. You know, and there's enough people up out there there who want to punish us without us beating ourselves up with a big stick. But that's what we're good at doing and that's what we're used to doing. But in sobriety and in this journey, in recovery, we are finding new ways to be. We're finding new helpful ways to be to stop us wanting to have the drink and numb. And this is another way is to let go of things that don't serve us. If we don't forgive, if we hold on to things, if we continue to hate, to feel guilty, to feel angry, it is only ourselves that we are hurting. And probably our close loved ones, because if we're getting angry with stuff and angry with the world, we're going to be grumpy and miserable around people as well. If you can have a conversation with people, you know, if it does serve you both to have a conversation, try and clear the air, then do it. I'm not saying ignore the elephant in the room, you know. I'm getting good in my sobriety of recognising the elephant in the room. I'm not that great with dealing with it all the time because we're all work in progress. But at least I can sort of see the elephant in the room now. Um, And I can catch myself when I'm going down sort of spiralling thoughts and I can stop myself. You know, sometimes I can take action. Other times it doesn't feel right. But one of the things that I had to really forgive myself for was being a a drunk mum. Um, You know, not being there for Jack from the age of two. Um, You know, the ironic thing about this is where I'm writing my book, things are coming up and memories are coming up. And I, I always had, from the day he was born... I was that anxious of a mum that I thought he was going to die. I thought he was going to die when he was two years old. And it was that bad a seed that was sown that I even had a date that I thought he was going to die on. And I had to take the day off of work just in case he died on that day. Sounds batty, doesn't it? But this is part of anxiety and depression and the fact that he was so precious to me. He was so wanted um, that I couldn't stand the thought of losing him. And then when he survived the the date, I thought, oh, he's not going to live past teenage years. And it was just this anxiety that was fueled in me. So what I did, because I couldn't stand the thought or the risk of losing him, was that's when I really started drinking heavily, was at the age of two, because I couldn't bear the thought of losing him. And what I actually then did was I wasn't present for him because I would drink every day. I'd still work, I'd still function, I'd still be there for him, but every night I would drink as soon as we got in. Um, so, you know, I wasn't fully present, and that got worse over the years. And so I wasn't there for him. I guess I was in some ways. You know, I was, I'd turn up, I'd take time off, I'd go to the school functions, I'd do the stuff, but I wasn't really there. 
I wasn't really feeling the joy and the happiness. And I felt so bad about that, so bad about that, that I did a podcast way back when last year um, because I felt so, so guilty. And I felt so guilty about it for years. And actually, he told me that it was all in my mind, the guilt that he ha- it hadn't had an impact on him, it hadn't affected him. And it possibly had, I still think that. But, you know, it was good to clear the air. It really was. So you can have a little listen to that that podcast. Um, I think it's Karina Talks to Her Son Jack. But that, I was able to forgive myself because we had a frank conversation because I had been beating myself up about stuff that I didn't need to beat myself up about. So that's the other aspect of things. We always have our side of the story. We perceive things in our way. It is only us that ever sees a situation the way that we see it. Nobody else on earth will see it in the same way as we do. So sometimes we just have to clear the air and talk to each other about it. If that's not going to help, you've tried that and it doesn't help, then, you know, write that letter. Not necessarily to send it. Sometimes you can write letters to send, but I'd never recommend you. You send the right the first letter you write, you know, write the letter, get all the feelings, get all the emotions out, and then send a much calmer one. Um, not accusing, not blaming, but it can be things like, when you do this, this is how it makes me feel. Yeah, don't accuse people of doing stuff. Just explain to them how it makes you feel. Because again, this is your story. We all have different stories. We all have different sides. So you could try and do that. And if none of that works, if talking doesn't work, if writing the letter doesn't work, um, you need, we need to recognise the toxicity and we just need to let let things go and let sleeping dogs lie, as they say. Don't bring stuff up. Just deal with your emotions. Deal with your anger deal with your resentment, deal with your stuff and don't expect other people to deal with them. Stay in your hula hoop and keep the control and the acceptance. Anyway, I hope that's helped for you this week to look at forgiveness and uh, yeah, just look today what no longer serves you and let it go. Take care for now and I'll catch you again next week. And remember, not another drop no matter what.